Hello and welcome to section two, episode 21 of the LUFC Fan Zone podcast. I'm Sam Isles. And I'm Jack Ellis. And each episode, we'll be talking to our next Legion United player or manager about their time at the club. All of our episodes can be found on our LUFC Fan Zone YouTube channel, as well as Spotify and Apple Podcast. And last episode was the first section of episode 21 with Luciano Becchio who spoke to us about arriving at Leeds on trial from Spanish third division side Madeira, scoring 19 goals in his first season in English football and beating Manchester United at Old Trafford in the FA Cup. This section, Luciano speaks to us about promotion from League One in the same year as that win at Old Trafford, as well as how life at Leeds changed as Simon Grayson was replaced by Neil Warnock as the club's manager. Luciano also speaks about his departure for then Premier League side Norwich City, and the deal which involves Steve Morrison moving in the other direction to Leeds, as well as if he ever came close to a move back to Leeds after his time in East Anglia. Yeah, and like you just mentioned about Leeds getting distracted following that Manchester United game, Leeds failed to win any of the following three games at the end of April, and with just six matches remaining in League One, Leeds were in fourth at the time, after comfortably sitting top of the league just three months before. What do you think was the reasoning for that drastic turn in form at the second half of the season? Y primero porque la liga es muy es muy larga y es muy difícil seguir a un, a un buen nivel toda la liga. Entonces, como dijimos antes, empezó muy bien, estábamos muy cómodos arriba y luego tuvimos después del partido contra el United tuvimos a mejor eh, esa distracción desde ese partido y por eso viene un poco el bajón, pero Ya te, como te dije antes, tuvimos esa reacción de, de reengancharnos otra vez y quedamos segundo. So, as we said before in the conversation, uh, league, league One is, is a tough, tough, tough league because, as you know, there's 24 teams, 46 games, plus the cup games. You know, as we said now, um, they got distracted with that. Um, with that Man United game uh, and you know sometimes you get injuries and you get uh, players coming in coming out it's not easy to get that um, regular uh, you know results during the whole season because as we said it's a long season it's a, it's a difficult one many games uh, but at the end of the day what Luciano was saying is that they were able to to get back on it and then finally they finished in that second position that gave them the the promotion to to championship. And just to rewind a little bit, despite the previous slip-ups, Leeds faced Bristol Rovers on the final day of the season at Ellen Road, knowing that a win would all but secure, well, it would secure automatic promotion to the championship. And once again, you started that match, Luciano, and made your 37th appearance of the season. But... How were you feeling going into that match? As it was a full Ellen Road and the supporters were desperate for promotion. So, did you feel any nerves or were you under any pressure about getting the win at all? La verdad que teníamos una gran presión. No, no te voy a mentir. Teníamos una gran presión en el último partido en casa. Eh, teníamos que ganar sí o sí. Eh, teníamos que ganar sí o sí. Entonces, claro, eh, con 30.000 personas en el campo. Eh, fue, fue complicado, aparte el, el, el comienzo del partido fue difícil porque no, nos expulsaron a más Gradel eh, después de la expulsión nos metieron un gol y teníamos que con 10 contra con 10 teníamos que teníamos que ganar perdiendo 1-0. Well, he's saying that he remember that game 
uh, with a lot of pressure. They had a lot of a lot of pressure. They knew that the only option that they had is um, was that they had to win. So uh, you know, as as the game was coming, they were when he was on the field. He's saying that uh, he remembers that everything went went wrong because they got uh, Max Gradel with a red card. Uh, they were losing one nil, and then they they need a miracle. They need a miracle that day. Después de ese partido ya fue todo todo diferente. Supimos supimos remontarlo, ganamos dos a uno y bueno eh, la consagra, la consagración subir a Champions. <laughs> Then they they won the crazy game and and they really obviously they achieve what Leeds has been you know looking for during the last few seasons. So they achieved the the promotion and. And they were really, really, really happy. And yeah, like you just said, Leeds started the game very poor and going a goal down and then Max Gradle getting sent off as well, like you just mentioned. And once again, Leeds came back from 1-0 down and eventually won the game 2-1, at which secured promotion. What can you remember about the celebrations at full-time, Luciano? Ah, la, la verdad que le pusimos, como digo yo, unos cojones muy grandes para para revertir la situación, una, una situación que se nos puso en principio negro. Eh, y una roja directa, eh, perdiendo 1-0, era muy, muy, muy complicado sacarlo adelante, muy complicado, con tanta presión también. Eh, ya te digo que después de ese partido ya, ya fue todo, todo diferente. <risa> he, was, he remembers that, uh, la, as you said, he was really, really bad, really poor. They knew, so... They, they, while they were on the pitch, they said we don't have another, another option. So we have to, to show our bollocks here and prove to this club, to these people, that we are gonna be able to win that game. And that was what happened. So they reversed the situation, and the only thing that he remembers is that they won the game, and and they they achieved what what they were looking for. And although your strike partner, Jermaine Beckford, got most of the plaudits that season and picked up a lot of awards for the goals he scored, you also played a vital role for Leeds that year in scoring 15 goals in 37 League One appearances, which was, once again, just your second year in England. And you did form a fantastic strike partnership in that promotion-winning season with Jermaine. But why do you think that was and what made you play so well together? Bueno, eh, la verdad que no, me sentía muy cómodo jugando con él. Desde el principio, desde que llegué al Leeds, eh, nos hicimos muy muy amigos, muy compañeros. Él me ayudaba mucho en los entrenos. Eh, siempre ha estado a mi lado y yo creo que, eh, que es por eso. Que por eso luego se plasmaba, luego se plasmaba, se plasmaba en el campo y se, y se veía. He had an amazing connection with uh, Germain since the beginning. When, when he arrived, uh, they... they they used to talk a lot in him training. Germain used to help him a lot with some some stuff that he he didn't understand or or he couldn't he couldn't do on 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 during the game. So you know they the connection that they had since the beginning it was great. They became good friends, and he's saying that that relationship, that amazing relationship that they had together during 
the week after the the dressing room um you you could see it during the games you know and obviously he didn't care about who get the more awards you know they were good friends they were playing together enjoying themselves and both of them they were happy if one of them scored the goal and normally you know uh, they weren't scoring nearly in every game so they were really happy for each other yeah. and during that promotion winning season you and Jermaine scored a combined 40 league one goals with Beckford scoring 25 and yourself scoring 15 which was well over half the total amount of goals Leeds scored that year however following Leeds' promotion at the championship Jermaine moved to Everton after failing to sign a new contract at Leeds but when did you know that he wasn't going to be a part of Leeds' squad for the first season back in the championship and what sort of impact did it have on you knowing that you would be moving up to the next league, a harder league, but your strike partner, who you clearly worked really well with, wouldn't be at the club. La verdad que me estaba contento por él porque sabía que si iba a jugar al Everton, si iba a jugar a la Premier, era era su sueño, yo lo, lo estábamos hablando nosotros antes. Eh, por él me sentí bastante contento, ¿no? Obviamente que yo eh, pensando un poco en mí estaba un poco triste porque era mi amigo, era mi apoyo. Eh, me entendía súper bien con él fuera del campo, me ayudaba mucho también eh, en cosas de, de la vida de, de Inglaterra. Eh, la verdad que un poco triste, pero a la vez muy contento, muy contento por él, por su familia. So at the beginning, he was really sad, to be fair. He was really sad because obviously was leaving his his friend first of all his friend uh, his partner on the on the field well they were really connected uh, but at the same time uh, he was really happy for his friend and his family also because uh, the amazing relationship that they had inside and outside the pitch uh, it was biggest so um, he was you know weird at the beginning because he he knew that he would miss his friend. But before it, that happens, they used to talk, they used to dream, you know, that they wanted to play one day in Premier League. So they used to talk about that. And and Jermaine Bedford, when, when he signed for, for Everton, Luciano was really happy for him. Despite the step up into the championship and playing with new strike partnerships with attackers Billy Painter, Ross McCormack and, of course, yourself, Fede, joining the club in the summer transfer window. Both Leeds and yourself once again had a great start to the campaign and by January, Leeds were in the playoffs and you had already scored 13 goals in the championship. Did you expect that sort of start from both yourself and Leeds as and as well the championship being obviously a more difficult league and a step up from League One? Lo primero que sí me esperaba que Leeds estuviera arriba porque obviamente nuestro objetivo era otra vez subir. Queríamos eh, llevar a Lee donde, donde está ahora, ¿no? En la Premier League. Entonces, sí me lo esperaba. Eh, y en, en lo mío personal, yo siempre seguí luchando, siempre seguí tratando de hacer lo mejor, eh, lo mejor para ayudar al, al equipo. Eh, por suerte, llevaba una buena racha de goles, que, que a la vez era, era muy eh, meritorio, ¿no? Para, para ayudar a, a Leeds. So he was an impressed. In, in that first season uh, in championship uh, obviously 
everybody knew that the um, championship obviously is, is uh, more difficult than, than League One because all the teams, uh, they had better players, uh, a lot of money to spend. Uh, but, you know, uh, Luciano knew, uh, as we said before, the the first season when he was at Leeds, the idea was to get promoted to championship. And that season, the club uh, made a great effort, you know, making good signings. And and obviously the the target was again to 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 get promoted Leeds United and and get it back to the to the Premier League. Uh, obviously, he's saying that um, he he wanted to to score as many goals as as he as he as he could in that moment. So he he wasn't uh, worried about uh, about that league. He knew that he knew the 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 way that uh, the league was going on. He was that was his third season, so he 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 used to watch a lot of games in Championship, Premier League, League One, playing himself there. So um, he was he wasn't impressed at all. My opinion, guys, is that um, we had an amazing squad. We had an amazing squad. I started playing the first six seven games. Obviously, as you know. Uh, I wasn't in my best level. I couldn't. I couldn't find myself uh, in the club. You know, I didn't feel comfortable um, because some things. Uh, I, I didn't feel comfortable to be fair with you, and, and I knew that. I knew that. That's why I had to leave the club in in January alone. But personally, I used to train with this lad. You know, and with the rest of the team, and we we had an amazing squad. The dressing room was brilliant and and we really enjoyed you know we we had a great run and also luciano scoring goals you know uh, it was beautiful i remember i don't know if you remember when when he was on the bench against bristol bristol city yep that's, we that's the next mid. question yeah <laughs> uh, sorry 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 no sorry. Don't worry, don't worry. Go, no, on. Fine. no go on go on continue then, uh, and then you know the I don't remember how many people was at the stadium that night, but I think it was nearly thirty thousand people start singing Luciano, Luciano, and Ami came in and he makes his hat trick. You know, so it was it was something really nice that I wasn't I was sad for my situation because I wasn't playing at all at that moment, but I was really happy for my friend because you know uh, it, it was a great news for him. So. Yeah, and like I said, just about that hat-trick, uh, Luciano, he scored 13 goals before January, and three of them was, like you just mentioned, Bristol City at home and a packed-out Ellen Road. What can you remember about that match? And what did it feel like to score a hat-trick in the Championship, and especially in front of a packed-out Ellen Road? Bueno, como bien decís, eh, delante de, de toda mi gente y delante de mi madre porque mi madre había venido a visitarme y estaba en la grada y la verdad que fue algo, fue algo impresionante, entré, estaba en el banquillo eh, era un partido complicado contra, contra Vitor City y en 17 minutos eh, algo increíble, marcar, marcar tres goles en 17 minutos fue impresionante eh, ya te digo, delante de toda esa gente eh, lo que significa y delante de mi madre, así fue para, para ella un regalo eh, increíble it was a present for his his mom because uh, he's, you know as you know 
with mom and dad. Uh, they live in Argentina. So, you know, like maybe once or maybe twice per year, they used to come and visit him at Leeds or whatever he used to be. So that night, uh, his mom was at the at the ground and and I was with his mom on the ground watching the game together. So he was obviously something that he, he would never forget um, because in 17 minutes, he scored a hat-trick uh, in front of, I don't know, 30,000 people. So he just was really, really happy. Truly, truly happiness. And partly because of that hat-trick, Luciano, you also won the Championship Player of the Month in November. How did that feel to win an award like that? And do you still have the trophy? La verdad que fue un, no fue un trofeo para mí. Yo lo sentí que fue un trofeo para para todo el equipo, para todo el grupo, porque obviamente eh, sin ellos no lo hubiera conseguido. Eh, yo tenía esa confianza del entrenador, la confianza de, lo, de los compañeros, entonces eso me hacía sentir mucho más fuerte. Eh, y el trofeo sí, claro que lo, como tanto el balón como el trofeo lo tengo, lo tengo bien guardado. So for him, guys, um, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't for him. It was, uh, it is like saying thank you. Um, for the team, you know, because without the team, he he wouldn't be able to to make his first hat trick, sorry, and also performing that month like he he was doing. Um, is he wants to thank the team and that at that moment because uh, also the the confidence that the Simon Grayson was giving to him. So and obviously he 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 has the ball from that game. <laughs> and and he has the trophy at home. <laughs> and once again, that season you had a fantastic year and you scored 19 goals in the championship. And as a team, Leeds finished 7th, which was just outside the playoffs. Although it might have been seen as an overachievement, how disappointed were you about missing out on the playoffs after such a good season individually? La verdad que me sentí un poco triste porque en realidad yo creo que fueron que me perdí los últimos cuatro o cinco partidos. Tuve una lesión, una grave lesión contra el Watford en casa. Eh, veníamos muy bien y, y la verdad que me sentí triste por no poder ayudar al equipo en esos últimos cuatro o cinco partidos que quedaban. Eh, lamentablemente no se sacaron buenos resultados y no, no pudimos disputar los, los playoffs de ascenso. He was he's saying that he was really sad and very disappointed, obviously, after uh, an amazing season. Uh, just getting promoted from League One is not easy, the, the season that uh, that we made. And obviously, uh, he picked against Watford um, an injury, so he couldn't help the team the last four or five games. You can remember now. But obviously, it was... Uh, very disappointed, very disappointed because, uh, as we said at the beginning of this conversation, guys, the idea was, even if it was the first season uh, back on, on championship, the idea was uh, to be in that playoffs and try to, to get promoted. So that's that's the, the truth. And after that fantastic season for yourself as individual performance, at the start of the next 2011-12 campaign, you picked up a hamstring injury which ruled you out for about five months, meaning that you'd missed the start of that season and you were unable to carry on your form from the previous year. How frustrating was that for you? Because 
Although you did come back into the first team squad in September, you were mostly limited to substitute appearances, partly because of you needing to return to full fitness, but also because of the form of Ross McCormack, who was in this team and had replaced you because of the injury. Sí, para mí fue frustrante porque, como dije antes, yo me lesioné a final de la temporada. Eh, tenía un año y medio, un año, no, un mes y medio para, para recuperarme, casi dos meses. Yo pensaba que con los médicos del club que ya estaba bien, eh, volvimos en pretemporada y me, me vuelvo a resentir de la lesión. Eh, me vuelvo a resentir de la lesión y ahí hay que tomar una decisión, eh, que, era, que era si me quería operar. Era una decisión complicada, dura y bueno finalmente se tomó la decisión de, de operarme y, y eso conllevaba perderme cuatro meses. So it was very frustrating for him um, because he finished the season. Obviously he wanted to help that season, but he couldn't. Uh, in theory, in theory, uh, after that month, uh, he would be ready or he should be ready for pre-season. I remember that because I was there with that pre-season. But he's he's still having problems, you know. He didn't feel comfortable. He had pain. He couldn't sprint. He couldn't go hundred percent. And obviously, Luciano, if he if he couldn't go hundred percent, he spoke with Harvey at the moment that he was our our boss uh, of the physios, and they had to took a um, a decision, you know, or resting a little bit more longer, or Uh, take the risk and get an operation, and and but Luciano knew that uh, if he took the operation, that would be between three and four months, another three four months, you know. So finally, they decide that the best option was uh, getting an operation. Obviously, as we said, he was really frustrated. He didn't get an operation, but it was the best option for him. Obviously, after that. Uh, he came back, as you said. Obviously, at the beginning was really difficult because also uh, the team uh, Ross McCormack in that case was a, a very good player. He had the the rhythm of the competition. Uh, obviously, Ross uh, he he knew the the championship really well. But at the end, of, at the end, uh, Luciano uh, got confident. Uh, he felt really really well after that operation and. Obviously, it wasn't easy, but at the at the end, um, he could perform again. And although you were injured for a large chunk of the first half of that year, Leeds' form wasn't the best, and in February, the side was comfortably mid-table. And as a result, manager Simon Grayson was sacked, and his replacement was Neil Warnock, someone who had a reputation of getting sides promoted, but also a reputation of playing a style of football which was different compared to Grayson. Do you think that that was the correct decision from Leeds to sack Grayson, or do you think he deserved to stay at the club, given that he had helped Leeds gain promotion from League One with limited funds available to him from the Leeds board? La verdad que fue una decisión que no la esperaba. Eh, fue una decisión que yo eh, personalmente no la recibí bien. No, no, veía, no veía justo que, que no le den un poco más de oportunidad por todo lo que había conseguido Simon. Eh, me supo mal, muy mal por él también, porque él tenía muchas ganas de seguir, él hablaba mucho con nosotros y se veía con esa confianza que lo íbamos a sacar, íbamos a sacarlo adelante. Eh, personalmente no, no vi un, un, buen, un buen cambio. Las ideas fueron totalmente diferentes con, con Warnock. Eh, 
pero ya te digo, yo, yo hubiera esperado que le hubieran dado la oportunidad. He didn't, he didn't expect that change uh, that they sacked um, Simon Grayson uh, because that this is what you mentioned, you know, uh, how difficult was get, getting promoted from League One to Championship, how difficult was the first season back on the Championship making that performance as the season before, and and they thought that um, uh, the results obviously everybody expects Leeds United to be in the top six. But um, you know, championship is not easy. There is there are a lot of teams that they are really good teams, strong teams, and Luciano thinks that uh, Simon deserves uh, to stay a little bit more longer on the on the club. Obviously, uh, the players in that case, Luciano, they took the decision. the The club. Uh, Uh, took that decision and they have to respect it and, and obviously they'll try to play uh, um, for Neil Warnock the best as they could. He wasn't. He didn't feel really comfortable with uh, the, the the ideas that uh, Warnock brings uh, on, but uh, this is the the opinion that he has and and he remembers. How did Neil Warnock's approach to management differ from that of Simon Grayson's and? Did it suit you less as a player? No, qué bueno. Eran ideas totalmente diferentes. Eh, recuerdo que la el, recuerdo que la temporada siguiente eh, Warnock de verdad que me dio también mucha confianza. Dijo que iba a ser un, un equipo acorde a, a mi estilo de juego. Eh, eso la verdad que me eh, que me sorprendió que me hablara así. Eh, fue algo grato para mí, ¿no? Eh, que venga un entrenador como como Warnock y me diga que que va a traer jugadores nuevos para para que jueguen para mí. So at the beginning it was a little bit different, okay? Because uh, the way that they they work it was uh, different, you know, different mentality. But uh, something that uh, Luciano likes a lot from Neil Warnock uh, was when that season finished and they start the pre-season, the manager said to him that um, he would bring players to play for Luciano. So that means that, obviously, for you as a player, uh, it makes you feel important. So he was really happy and and really impressed about that comments because a, a coach, a name of a coach like Neil Warnock, if it, it says that to you, you know, you it makes you feel really important in, in, in his project. And... Despite Warnock seemingly arriving at Ellen Road in an attempt to gain promotion at all costs rather than to maybe play attractive football along the way, in his first half season at Leeds, the side finished 14th and then in the second, they were once again mid-table despite Luciano continuing, continually to score. And in December of Warnock's second season, Luciano was once again comfortably Leeds' top goal scorer. However, there were some rumours that Leeds had attempted to offer him a new contract to keep him at the club. However, in, in January, news broke that the offer wasn't good enough and as a result, he handed in a transfer request. Was that true? Sí, la, la verdad que me llevó, tenía varias ofertas, eh, tanto en Inglaterra como fuera. La oferta más, más importante, obviamente, fue la de Norway City en, de, de Premier League. Eh, hablamos con el club, yo quería realmente quedarme y seguir en el, en el proyecto. 
para intentar quedarme, pero realmente no vi tanto como, como parte del club, como el entrenador, no vi ese esfuerzo que a lo mejor podían hacer para, para retenerme. Eh, al contrario, sentí como que querían dejarme, dejarme ir. So, guys, the, the, it's true that Luciano, uh, well, that, in that winter he had a lot of options, a lot of options to, to go, okay? He didn't want to leave, he didn't want to leave. Uh, since the beginning, uh, he wanted to stay at the club, but he didn't felt that the club really wanted him, you know? Uh, that's why he's, he's, he felt that, is because... Uh, he, he the club had the the offers from from Norwich City in that case that Luciano at the end he 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 decided to go over there. Uh, but the problem it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the money. Luciano that the, the thing that he wanted is uh, feeling feeling something different, and it's something that he didn't he didn't feel he couldn't. Um, so that's why finally. Uh, he didn't felt that um, the club wanted really wanted to resign him or wanted to offer him a better option that well, or maybe no better option but nearly the option that uh, that uh, Nordic City in that case was uh, offering him so that that's why he took the the final decision obviously he didn't want to do it but um It was a, a great opportunity for him, and he had to to took it. And like you said, on the 30th of January 2013, which was deadline day of that January transfer window, you made the permanent switch to then Premier League side Norwich, signing a three-year deal. During your time at Leeds, you scored 87 goals in 221 appearances, with 76 of them coming in the in the league which makes you the 10th highest league goal scorer in the history of Leeds United. Because of them appearances, goals and that record, what was it like to make that move away from the club? La verdad que sentí tristeza porque como te dije antes, no yo no quería irme. Habíamos tenido tres, cuatro reuniones con, con el club para tratar de quedar y no no no, no se pudo no se pudo acordar. Eh, sentí que el entrenador tampoco eh, quería que esté al 100%. Eh, me manejé por sensaciones no, no sentí, como te dije, el esfuerzo y la verdad que sí que era mi sueño jugar en Premier League y por una parte estaba muy contento eh, porque lo, era un sueño de chiquito pero yo estaba muy bien en Leeds estaba muy cómodo eh, me sentía muy querido por, por la afición eh, estaba, me sentía como en casa So it was, it was a really hard decision To be fair, guys, because um, as he said, um, he had three, four conversations with the club. He made uh, everything possible. He wanted to stay 100%. Uh, but he didn't, as I said before, you know, I repeated a lot, but he didn't feel that connection. He, I, he, sta he started to doubt if the club really want, wanted him to stay. He didn't feel that confident with the manager. So, really and truly, he was happy to go and play in the Premier League because obviously it was a dream that he had, but he wanted to make that dream possible with Leeds United. And at the end of the day, obviously, yeah, he performed in Premier League and, and all this stuff, but 
he, he left Leeds United very disappointed because um, he had that connection with the fans. He felt himself in love. He, he knew that the fans loved him. And that connection with the fans, it was, it was true, you know. Even yourselves now, you remember Luciano uh, as a legend. I remember him. I used to be his teammate and we used to walk on the street and we couldn't walk because everybody wanted to to talk to him a picture or you know and and it's difficult to to i'm not saying leads is uh, difficult but it's difficult to to get that connection in the with a, the with the fans you know and because the the fans in leads they they are very how do you say Passionate. um yeah yeah. 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 And were Norwich the only club interested in signing your Luciano? Sí, no, como te dije antes, tenía oferta en Turquía, España eh, y, en, y en Norwich. Tenía también otra oferta de, aparte no había otros clubes también de Inglaterra. He had the opportunity to go to Spain, uh, to go to Turkey. And then also he had the opportunity to stay in the in the UK also, but um, finally he decided to go to to Norwich City because he thought it was the the best uh, option for him. He spoke with the manager at that time, and the manager uh, wanted him, so that's why he he took the that decision. As well as you moved to Norwich, the deal involved Steve Morrison making the switch to Leeds United in a swap deal, effectively to replace you at the club. I know not all players know the ins and outs of the transfers, but were you aware of the terms of that deal? Because to the Leeds fans, it seemed that we were losing you, someone who had scored so many goals and had so many good memories, and you know, as a hero for Leeds, for Steve Morrison, who someone who never really got going at the club and never performed to the standard of you. And with no money involved in the deal, it kind of felt Leeds were cut short a little bit. No, bueno, yo lo que, lo que sabía que, que Warno quería hacer ese cambio, eh, quería, quería Morrison. Eh, no puedo opinar, o sea, no, no soy nadie para yo opinar sobre, sobre, sobre Morrison. Eh, yo no sabía que iba, que iba a hacer eh, esa transferencia así. He didn't know about the deal. He didn't know about anything about Steve Morrison. Obviously, he's saying that he's nobody to to talk about um, that dealing. But um, obviously, uh, as we said at the beginning, he, he didn't felt he the, Luciano knew that um, uh, Warnock wanted uh, Morrison, but uh, it, it wasn't really clear. That's why Luciano at the end he realized and. And he decided to leave the club because he felt that the coach wanted to bring another player and he doesn't know for, for what reason. And unfortunately, things didn't really work out for you at Norwich. And after your time there, you made the switch to Rotherham and then the return to Argentina and Spain later in your career. However, during your time at Rotherham and when Neil Warnock had departed, there were reports that Leeds might be trying to re-sign you and bring you back to Ellen Road. Were you ever close to returning to Leeds once you'd been sold and would you have liked to come back? Sí, sí, y después de volver a Argentina antes de fichar por el Rotherham, uh -huh. eh, tuve la oportunidad para volver al Leeds, 
eh, Chelino había hablado con mi representante Ajá. Eh, tuvimos un día antes de que yo firme para Roderan, estuvimos hablando todo el día eh, habíamos, llegado, habíamos llegado a un acuerdo para la firma eh, yo solo tenía que, que ir al, al otro día al club y nunca, nunca, me, nunca me atendieron no sé, o, o Celino no, no, me, no cogió el teléfono, no lo pudimos encontrar y finalmente, imagínate, eh, es como que me, como un niño chico que le ponen un carmelito en la boca y se lo quitan. Eh, yo estaba muy contento por la vuelta y al final no, no se dio. Y firmé por el Roder. So, when he came, so he, when he came back um, from Argentina, uh, he was sitting, ¿cómo se llama el tipo? Chelino. Chelino. So he was sitting with Chelino and his agent. And the day before that he signed for um, for Rotterdam, um, he was dealing with Leeds United to re-sign him. And he doesn't know, his agent doesn't know for what reason, uh, when everything was done, the next day, uh, they never get back to them. They they didn't pick up the the telephone. They never answered the call the phone calls, and they 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 were a little bit upset. But um, obviously they had the the opportunity to go to Rotterdam, and and that's why uh, he decides to to sign to sign there. But obviously he's saying that he was uh, really really happy at that moment because. Obviously, for him, Leeds United was uh, his home. This final section of the show is where our followers get to ask their questions to our guests by commenting on our LUFC Fan Zone Instagram post. Each episode, we select four questions which are commented and put them forward to our guest. This week's first question comes from Mitchell, who asks, During your time at Leeds, Luciano, you scored 86 goals in all competitions, but which one was your favourite goal and why? El, mi gol favorito fue en los playoffs contra el Millwall, eh, por lo que significaba en ese momento. Eh, lamentablemente, obviamente, no podemos sacar un buen resultado, pero eh, para mí fue algo impresionante marcar ese gol y lo que la sensación que, que sentí después del gol. De los 35.000 personas que, que había en el campo se caían. O sea, era, fue algo increíble. Nunca había escuchado a Alan Rowe de esa manera. The, be the, the best goal that he scored for Leeds United was uh, in that playoffs against Millwall. You know, in front of 35,000 people at Elland Road. He never saw something before uh, in his life. And and what mean what means that goal for the club also uh, at that moment? Obviously, uh, he's saying that uh, that goal at the end of the day it didn't give us the, the, the promotion or it, it didn't give us uh, to get um, to play the, the, the final. But for him, that goal, uh, it was the, the most important one for the, because um, for the club at that moment, that goal uh, give us, uh, give lead to Leeds United an opportunity to, to get back to, to the next round and get promoted to championship. This week's second question is from Billy, who asks, In your five seasons at Leeds, you played under four different managers, but out of Gary McAllister, Simon Grayson, Neil Warnock and Neil Redfern, 
Who did you feel gave you the best bit of advice as a striker to improve as a player, and what was it? Eh, me quedo con con Samuel Grayson. Eh, creo que tengo que, que elegirlo a él por lo por lo que ha vivido en el club, por lo que hemos conseguido con él. Eh, eh, obviamente es una situación complicada porque McAllister, eh, si no hubiera sido por McAllister, yo no hubiera ido a Leeds. Fue el, el entrenador que me que me firmó. Eh, pero bueno, con Samuel Grayson eh, tenemos una, una conectividad especial, un trato muy bueno, eh, él me dio muchísima confianza y obviamente me, me ayudó para crecer en mi carrera. Es no un easy one, guys, because obviously McAllister was the coach that gave him uh, the opportunity to perform and play and sign a contract with Leeds United, but the connection that he had with Simon Grayson, uh, he would say. Simon Grayson because you know they had an amazing relationship. Uh, he likes the idea that um, that Simon brings to the club, uh, the achievements that they got. You know, uh, getting that uh, promotion to to championship, the the season after that promotion. You know, and they were really connected. They had an amazing relationship, and Simon Grayson was a a great great guy also. Apart from being a, a top manager. Next up is Freddie, who asks, "What did you make of the song that the Leeds fans made for you, and can you remember hearing it for the first time?" No, 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 me acuerdo cuál fue el primer partido. No, no, no recuerdo. No, no recuerdo cuál. He he loved the song. Obviously, he every time that um, you know the people used to sing that song. Uh, you know, he gets the motivation that that you know it pushes you to go a little bit farther. You know, to get the the, the, the obviously the stuff that you have to do, but uh, it helps you a lot to to perform much better. Do you think you cost less than Berbatov and scored more goals? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Oh, yeah. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and this week's last question comes from Sean, who asks. What was your most memorable moment in a Leeds United shirt and why? Obviamente, el recuerdo más especial fue la segunda temporada. Que, eh, ¿Y por qué? Por, por la promoción. Por conseguir el ascenso a, a segunda edición. Fue algo, algo que me, me, me voy a recordar para siempre. Uh, the second season. The second season at the club, uh, when they got promoted to, to championship, it was a... Um, a massive, massive achievement, uh, obviously for the club, but personally, um, it's something that um, he will he will never forget. So um, he, he remembers that in he keeps it on on his mind because the idea was that getting promoted, as we said before, and and this is the the moment. And that ends today's episode. Thank you to everyone for sending your questions and thank you so much for your time, Luciano. And of course, Peter, for your help. It's been great having you both on the show. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks to you and any time, whatever you need. No thank problem. you, Peter, top man. We'll be back next week with another guest. Stay tuned for the post over on our LUFC Fan Zone Instagram later in the week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>